Okay, hey Trish. Hello. How are you feeling today? How you doing? I'm feeling good. I had some uh, mimosas last night because this week was uh, interesting at work. And uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm being a professional and I hope I don't sound slightly hungover because I am slightly hungover. <laughs> no, you're a professional, darling. <laughs> How are you, my love? I am good. It's working my little non-existent ass off like 10, 12 hour days, but it's Damn. all good. Damn, making that money, honey. Oh, ain't no other choice. Shit's gotten too expensive. Oh my God, life, yeah, life is so expensive. It's fucking bananas. Um, there was a drag show I wanted to get tickets for, but I'm probably gonna pass because everything is so expensive. The I tickets know. aren't that expensive, but everything else in life is so expensive. So it's like, oh. I know, it's like, I was, um, I was going, yeah, cause um, there's a couple of shows with, with the Rue Girls coming. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, it's on a day I work, so that's strike one. Yeah. Um, not really my favorite group of girls, strike two. Strike three, everything is so freaking expensive. Okay, I'm not going. Yeah. Would that be the uh, Work the World tour? It's the Work the World, um, the Alyssa Edwards tour. Oh, okay. As well as coming. Because we have uh, what is we have the work the world who are coming to Canada right now and like, I looked at it and I was like, okay, but like, if I'm being completely honest, like the lineup isn't what I would want to pay that much for. It's no shame on the girls. It's just not a lineup. Not your cup of tea, particularly. Yeah, it's just not a lineup that I would want to spend that much money on. Like, the show I miss, like the show that I'm gonna miss, has a much better lineup. Like. It's the um, war on the catwalk that's coming through Canada right now with like Ooh, Miss Cracker and that is Closet good. and Crystal Method and Priyanka. That and is a Bimbo. good lineup. Um, um, who the fuck else is on it? Um, no, the war on the Monique. catwalk, that is a good lineup. Yeah, it's a really good lineup, but I need to eat and have a roof over my head, so. Right? It's like, hmm. Basic necessities and accommodations, or go watch a drag show. Right, like what? I remember. Okay, like literally, actually, this was in my Facebook memories, um, and I remember how much these ticket tickets cost, even though I didn't like it wasn't like visible on the picture I shared. Um, so on, I bought tickets to see Bob the Drag Queen like 2014, 2015. It was during her season, so whenever her season was on. But it was like before she like um, the season was over, so like we didn't know that she had won. So she came through to Edmonton when I was living there and I bought two regular tickets for my now ex and then my friend to come with me. Those were $10 each. And then I bought a meet and greet ticket for myself because that was like my present to myself because it was like literally on my, it was on the 23rd, my birthday is on the 24th. So I was like, oh, it's yeah, perfect. I get to go, yeah, I get to like literally see her on my birthday. And then they did the meet and greet after the show so it literally like worked out that like i met her on my actual birthday because it was after midnight and by the time i got up to her i was like i was like it's after midnight i was like it's actually my birthday i was like this is so cool i get to meet you on my actual birthday um and she gave me a shirt which i still have it's like falling apart but i will not get rid of it 
Um, <laughs> and yeah, I paid twenty dollars for that meet and greet. Twenty dollars. First. Twenty dollars for a fucking meet and greet, and now you gotta shell out like hundreds of dollars to meet these bitches. Dude, I remember. Um, what is it? Uh, the first drag show I ever went to was Battle of the Seasons. Ooh, good show. Uh, I didn't get to see one of those. Yeah. Good show. It was like the, the last time they did it. Like I think it was like the first and last time they did a Battle of the Seasons tour. It's Courtney Act, uh, Manila Luzon, Violet Chachki, uh, Ginger Mint, like a whole wide variety of casts. That is a yeah. Are, that's that's a great like diverse lineup of girls like they all do really different things yeah it was really good and i paid i think it was like 50 dollars for that ticket oh my god that's amazing I, oh my god that's nothing for that that's nothing and then the next time i went to a show and oh this is one that i remember right off the top of my head i went to see bianca del Rio for the first time like three or four years ago for my birthday okay Meet and greet tickets were like a hundred and fifty dollars. That's it. That's it. You have to be shitting me. It was like a hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty dollars for meet and greet tickets, and I bought three. I bought Wait, one like, for me. I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, can I just ask? Like, I'm just because I just want to ask a clarifying question. Um, is that like was that? A meet and greet upgrade or was that including your ticket to the show no that was including the ticket oh fuck right off damn that's a good deal now i understand why you bought three i would have done the same I, thing i bought it for me and my my best friend is like my brother and his brother who's a good friend of mine mm-hmm. um and we all got to meet bianca and she was so sweet like you know she was her cunty sweet self like she would make yeah. fun of people as they but she's like um, she saw us all together and I don't know who I think it's his, my friend's brother said something like oh it's her birthday he was, he's like are you guys together she's like yeah do you guys want to take a picture together as a group like, so we did, each got an individual and a group picture with her oh that's nice and now I Bianca came in October um, of last year me and Greek a meet and greet ticket was $300. That's so it literally doubled. It doubled the price. Oh my god. Yeah. Like and now they're doing like this like you have to buy a ticket and purchase a VIP upgrade. It's like some do some don't because um and it depends too. T and K um, are doing that. Okay, I know Juno Birch. Um, I have tickets to see her in New York, and I'm hoping to be able to go. Fingers um, crossed. Doubt, doubt it, but I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Okay, um, you never know you can buy happen. the. Yeah, you can buy the ticket, and then let's say you decide after the fact you want to upgrade to VIP or meet and greet and things like that. You can, or you can just straight out buy a VIP meet and greet ticket. I've never known, like, I've never, never known you can do, like, an upgrade. Like, I know you can um, buy the ticket straight out with the VIP meet and greet. Yeah, see, like, okay, so there's a few tours that are coming here that, like, it's the seat you buy comes with a meet and greet. But then for Trixie and Katya, you have to buy a ticket to the show. 
And then separately, you have to go in and purchase your VIP upgrade. And it's like, one's just to like get into the show early and get an autograph poster and like have early access to merch. And that one's like $80. And then it's like 300 Three in addition to the ticket, yeah. In addition to the ticket, and then three hundred plus dollars to fucking meet them. Now, I would get the three hundred dollars if it was including the seat. That's what I mean. I would that it'd be more reasonable that way. But like, I have to pay for a shitty sixty dollar, like a shitty sixty dollar ticket is the shittiest Mm -hmm. ticket you can get. Okay, in the auditorium. Plus, like, almost a $400 meet and greet? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, hell no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No. Like, am um, I just supposed to open my wallet and, like, close my eyes and let you take as much money as you want? <laughs> and I feel... I, and I'm sorry. Um, let me see. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. So, Alyssa... I'm, I'm just freaking curious about this now. I wonder if I can get the information. <laughs> this episode is turning into a, a meet and greet pricing deep dive oh my god this is hysterical i love this we're gonna keep doing this we're not gonna stop we will talk about drag race but (laughs) we will get to drag race eventually um no let me no because i'm really freaking curious no i don't dude i don't blame like do you want me to pull up some of like the other meet and greet prices for okay hold on there's a i see one here it's a handicap seat but okay so with Alyssa, like the ticket itself like if you want the first thing some aren't even doing mini greets. Alyssa's tickets are $80. So that's not too bad for like front row kind of thing. That's not too bad. But no, are you uh, just no. Like why would why would you spend $300 additional right. for a ticket to meet? And I, I get like, I have my queen, I have my queens that I will pay any and everything to go and meet them. Like, I have absolutely no fucking problem whatsoever to go and... Okay, so <laughs> orchestra meet and tea for the Work the World are 250 bucks. Holy shit, for the U.S.? For the U.S., 250 bucks VIP meet and greet tickets for the lineup. Now, I did VIP Work the World last time I went. I got to meet Cameron Michaels and um, was it Bob the Drag Queen, Kim Chi, and and that was a decent lineup that I was okay paying. I think it was like $200, like or 100 and less than the 250 to go pay. Yeah. I'm not paying 250 bucks now. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like okay, so that the work the because I pulled up the Work the World Tour, and it's funny that you brought that one up. Um, <laughs> we're, like, literally on the same page without, like, none of this was premeditated before the show, guys. Like, this... No, this not just, at all. We just happen to be really in sync today. Yeah, we're... Yeah, it's, this is off the cuff. Um, okay, so the the meet-and-greet tickets for um, uh, Work the World here in Calgary would be $293.85 a piece. Including the show, the seat to the show. Yes, that does include a seat to the show. Um, yeah, okay. So it's not that much of a difference, though. Not that much of a difference. Um, I think if we were to convert, your tickets would still be a little bit more in my currency. Okay. Um, 
I should have I legit should have a currency converter on uh, app on my phone because I work with Australia so damn much. My God, yeah, that actually does make sense. Is it right Canadian dollar? Okay, so let's say two fifty is three hundred and thirteen dollars. Holy shit! Yeah, that is more, considerably more. Because the price that I gave you was because like Ticketmaster is nice enough to tell you that like they give you the price with the fees and tax included. Well, that's that's what I was looking at um, of Ticketmaster. Well, um, if anyone's going to any tours, drag tours right now, let us um, let us know how good they are, and uh, if you want to disclose how much you spent on your tickets, that would also be fantastic. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like I'm curious, just like is like are like are these actually selling out? Like, because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I brought this up, but like Bianca's posted that she sold out Calgary but like you could buy tickets to the show the day of so I don't understand how that was a sold out show well they could release some um, artists or some venues do this they won't sell all the seats but depending on high demand or whatever like let's say they'll sell they might hold like two rows of seats or something and depending on the high demand, they'll release them same day. Yeah. So it's possible. You could also see fucking um, empty but spots. Empty spots but in the picture. Yeah, it was sus. It was sus, for sure. It was sus. <laughs> but at least I'll tell you what, though. She's one of the few queens that can definitely can definitely feel a lot of show. Yeah, my um, friend's mom saw her, and she got to meet her because my... Um, friend spent like an exorbitant amount of money for the meet and greet for her mom because her mom loves Bianca it's like her favorite queen um and Bianca was like apparently like took so much time with my friend's mom that like people were like getting irritated like trying to get her to like move like move along to the next person because they were just like having a fucking grand old time together like (laughs) it was apparently like they had fucking known each other forever they were just having a fucking kiki and yeah laughing and you know bianca was making fun of her a little bit yeah it made her it made mona's life apparently and i was like i'm looking at drag con oh drag con i feel like drag con is the equivalent of an on land cruise because you have to pay to get there and get all like into the actual thing and then everything inside just costs more money Okay. No, I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm surprised. The VIP sold out. Last time I checked, the VIP was three fifty. Jesus, what does that even get you? Uh, all three days, VIP lounge, um, access to panels first. That's about oh, it. Okay, so a couple of small perks. I feel like it should like get you like. You should, you it should, should be, be able like, to, like you should be able to like go up and get like an autographed picture from a queen on Drycon or something. You know what I mean? Like there should be like something. I don't even know. Like, it should come with a. I love how this went off the rails really or, quick. Um. Okay, so um, the VIP tickets gets you a designated VIP entry area, early access to the venue, and own special VIP only hours on the floor each day their own VIP priority line to see the queen, an exclusive badge 
for restricted areas, VIP viewing area to watch performances on the main stage, a lounge with bars and bathrooms only for VIP, exclusive merch bundle that lets everyone know you're an all-star, and 50% off DragCon merch. Okay, that's actually not that bad. No, they do. Last time I bought, oh for my For three God. days. Like, I bought DragCon tickets. I, I haven't told you this. Okay. I was going to go to the DragCon in three years ago. And I bought the VIP package. I was getting my, I got my hotel. Mm-hmm. And I was going to buy my plane tickets. And the VIP package brought like a jacket. Ooh. Like a, a denim jacket that said drag con and yeah. the badge and everything like that. And you have to pick it up. They don't mail it to you. Boo. My mom had her stroke. Boo. Uh, yeah, so I couldn't go. I gifted that ticket. That is very kind of some, you. To some random person on Facebook that wanted to go. Oh. That's so kind, yeah. though. Look at you. You're so nice, Trish. Well, I didn't have a choice. They weren't going to give my fucking money back. Oh, I would have been a bitter Betty. I would have been like, this ticket dies with me. No, I'm like, you know what? It was one of those, like, I was in a lot of um, drag race groups before the toxicity level reached its peak. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? I can't go. And you, but the first person to to message me that they want to go we'll get the ticket and I gave it to that person that was so nice of you yeah, you they, like literally made someone's life probably they still probably remember well their that. friends like, were going They their friends were actually going and they didn't have the money to go so they got a better ticket than their friends did for free <laughs> and I literally I guarantee you they will literally never forget that for the rest of their lives I'd rather, that I'm kind, kind of stranger <laughs> who slid into literally, their DMs. A <laughs> yeah, literal stranger literally who slid stranger. into their DMs and didn't try and sell them an MLM. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a whole other show. You were the that you were the first you were the show. first instance ever of someone sliding into DMs and not not for an MLM. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm watching. Um, I, I'm watching a Scientology via Remini after oh, Scientology. Yes. What a freaking rabbit hole. Oh my god, love that show. Um, My rabbit hole is still anti-MLM shit. Um, So, uh, I'm sorry if you're in an MLM uh, and you listen to this. Um, If you do, if you are in an MLM and you listen to this, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole with you, but um, go to CC Suarez's YouTube channel. Shout out to CC Suarez. I fucking love her. Um, Guarantee you, she does not listen to this podcast, but... um, we still I, love her. Yeah, I fucking love her. Um, I'll link her YouTube channel in the bottom of the description, anyways. Um, because it's just she's just funny and she does true crime and all sorts of good shit. Like she just has a good channel. So, um, <laughs> unpaid or monetized shout out to her, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's about time we actually talk about Drag Race. How dare you! <laughs> How dare you insinuate that we do our jobs today, Trish? <laughs> uh, I had to so do that for the last. Been, 
the Sorry. nine ten hours I'm working. <laughs> Let's focus. Right, I've been working all week. I don't want to work now. Stop it. <laughs> well, you you were telling how you were telling me you were. I'm sorry. I'm fascinated by your job and the quantity. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. We because like it's we make like salads that like pre-made salads and stuff that are delivered to your door. So like the quantities that we make. Um. Because Canada we only. Are, a rapidly growing company is um and we also prep ingredients for like um some of the salads that go to costco for our company yeah so um for like the parent company so we end up like prepping a lot of ingredients and it's a large quantity quantity of them obviously right so like i'm talking like tens of pounds of things so like i mean like 40 kilos of kale and like which is i don't even i'm not doing the conversion because it hurts my it's like right two pa- 2.2 pounds per kilo uh, per kilo yeah so yeah it's so essentially 80, double the number yeah yeah about 80 pounds yeah it's a it, it's a lot right like we do That's a, a lot freaking hell of a lot of kale um, man like yesterday i chopped um like 16 pounds of dried apricots um yeah <laughs> the cuba came out in me going <laughs> um and i honestly i like i have no problem chopping dried apricots it's time consuming yes but i'll like stack them on top of each other and then slice them all at once so it does go a little bit faster but then i also snack on a few while i'm doing it <laughs> well, because hey, i love dried what? apricots and they're delicious and they're good for you i've never tried dried apricots oh i've my tried God. dried apples um, and uh strawberries Okay, so dried apricots are like, they're kind of chewy, like they're a little chewy. Um, They're not super sweet. There's like a slight bitterness there, which is nice. Um, They really have a nice texture to them. Um, And they're, yeah, like I like them because they're not super sweet. Like some dried fruits can be very sugary. Yeah, Um, that's the case. Yeah, but I like a dried apricot is very like, it's... It's got flavor, but it's not like sugary and aggressive. It's, yeah, it's good. I love them. Most oh, people cool. at my work don't like them. <laughs> Cause I'll like go um, around and be like, does anyone want to try an apricot? Cause I love them. I think um, they're fucking delicious. But most people at my work uh, are like, no. So I stopped offering them. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, well, more for me. Well, like, I only snack on like a couple, right? And like 90% of like, if I'm put, like, if I'm trying something that I'm prepping, Honestly, it's like just to like check the quality of the ingredient. Like, yeah, obviously I eat it because I like the taste of it, but like there is a quality control aspect to it. Yeah, you're a QC, quality control tester. Well, there's like, there is Q, like QA, like quality assurance people like that are above me, but um, it's always just like, I don't know, it's just like training that I've like picked up from being in kitchens over the years is like, you know, you, you sample things every once in a while just to make sure that the quality's there and you're not sending out like subpar food and uh yeah <laughs> yeah I'm actually yeah. like uh yeah I'm getting more responsibilities at work every day so you actually know what you're doing yeah <laughs> well like no it's not that I it's not just that I know what I'm doing it's that I know what I'm doing and I enjoy what I'm doing and I want to like because we are growing so fast, our st- we actually aren't uh, under 
provincial standards for health and safety. We're actually under federal standards. So, uh, yeah, I got to step This is mainly a Canadian company right now, right? Yes. So I've just stepped my pussy up. So yeah, no, I definitely. Yeah. Uh, and from what you've been saying, you're doing pretty good. And you just said you like the job. So I'm happy yeah, for you. Yeah, it's a really fun job. So, but anyways, yeah, we should actually talk about Drag Race. Um, I, I've actually set a timer. <laughs> How dare I now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. We have quite a bit to cover, actually. I can. Se- we can segue perfectly. Um, so yesterday at work, actually, me and. Um, my co-worker because she watches Drag Race too. Um, actually, my, one of my bosses. But <laughs> we chat like we hee sometimes at work while we're doing work together because no. it's fun. Um, and we have overnight oats. Like, you know, <laughs> overnight oats are delicious with like the chia seeds and oats and oat milk and coconut cream and all that good things. And yeah, now we've just started doing like because Gia Gun popped into my head yesterday. Like I'm feeling my oats, so now it's like I'm feeling my overnight oats, uh, <laughs> and that was like half of yesterday. Easily was just like I'm feeling my overnight oats. I literally wrote it on a. Um, uh, yeah, you sent me the picture. Yeah, I, we should post it. I'll, I'll just blur out like the company logo, uh, then we'll post it. Because uh, <laughs> the label's fucking hilarious. I love it. Like. The, they don't care on the other side like what I put on my labels as long as it actually has like the name proper there they don't care if I add like little things here or there because no one actually gets the jokes so <laughs> it's just kind of like something I do that falls on deaf ears so um, as long as you're able to discern what what the product is yeah like honestly on the like this depending on where it's going like production i'm sure like the like the people that like put our packages together like i'm sure they would laugh at them because um but like we have a lot we have a very diverse um set of people in our like warehouse as a whole so i mean for instance like a lot of people english isn't their first language at my work and that's totally fine but it also means that like they don't pick up on like a lot of english slang and references like that right because it's english is a very hard language to learn some of these people speak like two or three other languages but like english is fucking impossible so it's not their strongest (laughs) and that's like no fault of their own they do like really fucking fantastic job at like honestly like most of the people i work with are fucking fabo with english for it not being their first language so Cuckoo credit to all them and they're really good about you yeah. asking clarifying questions if you don't cool. understand yeah because they get that like we have a slight language barrier uh-huh. so i'm trying to get my french better so i can um speak to one of my coworkers better because french is her first language so and i did used to speak it fluently so i figure if i can get a little bit of that back it might make our uh it might make working a little bit easier because then i can speak to her in a language more comfortable for her which would be nice i would um, like that's that that's sweet of you but yeah so that was my segue into drag race the overnight oats <laughs> i'm feeling my overnight oats. Oh. <laughs> and you have to say it like gia gotten all whiny and stuff it's let yeah, me it's, feel my oats yeah <laughs> i'm feeling my oats let me feel my oats so last week yeah. on drag race 
Um, we had the ladies kick, split, and swiffer their fucking punani across the floor in the extra special lip sync. Rup, rup, what? Lala Perusa. Jesus Christ, that episode was a mouthful. <laughs> um, so we had Jasmine Kennedy get put through the ringer. Yeah. Um, and I believe we actually have a possible amendment to our previous comment about Jasmine Kennedy being the most lip-synced queen on RuPaul's Drag Race. I may have discovered some information that Silky Nutmeg Ganache actually might be the most lip-synced queen in a single season, and that would have been the All-Star season, where she had to do all of those fucking lip-syncs. This is like five or six in a row. Yeah, I think I think I heard in a couple po- other podcasts that she did seven that season, possibly. Well, dang. Which would put her one, either six or seven. So she's either tied with Jasmine or one ahead of Jasmine. But yeah, so we have to make a slight amendment to our previous statement. But yes, now Cameron Michaels is now absolutely third place for sure at four lip syncs. Um, and I think someone else is tied with her for four lip syncs too. I don't think she's the only one to do four. Okay. But that was just. Uh, I don't, yeah, that's <laughs> an update. That's a. Yeah. We needed to correct. I like. Yeah, I like to just like if I can find the correct information every once in a while, absolutely amend our. Unless oh, it's conjecture. If we're conjecture, along. it doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Silky, along with season nine contestant and all-star winner Trinity the Tuck, holds the record for the most lip syncs across seasons with nine. Okay, but we but single season. Across seasons, okay, single season. Damn, I don't know. I, I, yeah, actually, you know what? I could see Trinity being up there for single seasons because she did good on All Stars. So, well, she won. So obviously, she did well on All Stars. <laughs> <laughs> I say it like she just like you know she was fine like <laughs> oh fuck me oh my God. well like even if we do the math like she would have only lip synced once on the season she went home so that put her at like 7 or 8 lip syncs the longest okay season 11 I'm trying to see if the kid gives me Trisha's doing research. I'm I'm like Nancy during this. She's, yeah, she's digging in. Um, Oh my God, like while you're digging in, while you're digging for information, can we talk about Jasmine Kennedy smashing her puss onto the floor to the suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me. Okay, Silky became the holder of the record of the most lip syncs in a single episode with seven. Yeah, so okay, so Silky is top and then followed by Miss. Jasmine ketamine with six. Jasmine ketamine. Um, Jasmine ketamine. Jasmine ketamine. And most lip syncs. Okay, so in a single episode with seven lip syncs, and the most wins in a single episode with six. Damn girl, she did that. Shout out to Miss Silky, Doctor Silky Nutmeg Ganache. That fit, that bitch fucking did that damn episode. That was a good episode. Oh, that was. When this, she chose to do the lip sync anyways, because the bitch didn't want to come back. Oh, that was even fucking better. 
oh that, that bitch just <laughs> she's just like I, i've never seen someone just like come so ready to be like you know what i'm i'm gonna fucking beat all these bitches sure oh, and all the props and stuff she built while in oh. sequestered in the hotel room you want to talk about someone who made the best out of a shitty situation of like being sequestered in a hotel room for that long by themselves because they clearly weren't allowed to interact with any of the other girls so like she just she did the most with the least <laughs> yeah um, so we have the, we did the Lollapalooza yeah, which was fucking amazing I thoroughly enjoyed it Jasmine Ketamine put on a fucking spectacular show and unfortunately went home because she could not out sexy Bosco at the end. <laughs> nope. And and for another episode, no gold bar. Nope. It was chocolate. And I mean, it, do, Jasmine's so thin. Do we even think she eats chocolate? Right. I know she drinks she many a Red Bulls. If, if you saw the she picture, needs a couple of chocolate bars in there. Oh my god, she needs many chocolate bars. She needs she needs a cheeseburger and a Chick Fil A. She needs some Jesus chicken. Uh, I will I will miss her mouth and personality. Um, she was very yeah. entertaining. In and, in and out of the stage, she was super entertaining. I know we talked a little bit of shit about her, but I think we talked shit about all the queens at some point. So. We talk shit about everybody, but we respect all the queens and we do love them for their artistry. Oh, absolutely! Like um, I don't know, I don't know if you've seen Jasmine Jasmine Ketamine's most more recent pictures, but she's definitely like uh, lightened up. Like her makeup is so nice now. Oh my god, she's like softened the contours and stuff. Oh, she looks fucking well, fabo. Is she still? She is still doing drag, right? Oh fuck yeah, she is. Willem saw her, her perform like last week or something. I think. Wow. Willem loves to support the other dolls. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm looking up the ketamine. <laughs> the jasmine ketamine. She, I know she looks good, eh? She's well, woman. Woman, man. Oh, my God. She's a womana. Oh, fuck. She is, she is, she has found her manifest destiny and she is doing the damn thing. Good for her. Uh, oh, and then this week. Funny. This oh my god! Sorry, this episode, is, this episode is going to be so long because we're so distracted because we haven't talked in, like <laughs> no okay. So, so this long. episode is this episode. It's already thirty. The, we're already at thirty minutes. Is the one the one episode every season I kind of dread? It's the Rusical episode. Because uh, I uh, yeah okay, I have a love hate relationship with the Rusical at this point. Um depending on the franchise i find it can be either fantastic or awful and i think the last musical we had to talk about would have been canada's drag race and that was not good <laughs> yeah yeah um not no bueno the last honestly it was this 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 um musical was so bad it's still ingrained in my mind the kardashian Rusical. Oh my god. Trish is having rusical PTSD every time this episode <laughs> comes around. <laughs> I love that. I'm sorry that you're having that journey. I feel bad for you. That's awful. You shouldn't have rusical PTSD. It's not. <laughs> Don't you have to deal with that? <laughs> okay, so this was the Mulan Hoon. 
Moulin Moulin Rouge. Uh, so, um, pre- preliminary thoughts. Preliminary thoughts before we get to like, before we talk about like dipping up with the characters and all that shit. What are, uh, and without like, take away your knowledge of the actual Rusical. How do you feel about this one? What are, what are your thoughts? On the choice of the Moulin Rouge? Yeah. I mean, I like the Moulin Rouge. I'm a musical theater person. Like I love Broadway and the West End. Mm-hmm. So, and I like Moulin Rouge. I'm not a fan of the movie. The musical is okay itself. Like the Broadway production, the score is not bad. So I actually don't mind it. And it's a good, Music, it's a good school, like in general, a good choice. Yeah, you can't go wrong with like can can and stuff like that. What's your cho- what's your thoughts? Um, I okay, so I kind of liked the movie because I just liked how like shitty and campy it was. Um, but I love the music from it, so I think like for the style, like because it's just like raunchy club, right? So like mm-hmm. I think they actually chose something that really plays to the strength of Drag Race this time. Yeah, I think they did a good choice. It's like a raunchy club bordering a brothel. Yeah. And you can fit drag into that so easily. It's such an easy thing to transition drag into, right? And I honestly am glad they went for something that works for drag instead of trying to go for like the pop culture moment because like Trump the Rusical, Kardashians the Rusical. Those were like, they were trying to like garner those like pop culture moments and they did not work. Actually, I will say this, I didn't mind Trump the Rusical. Um, it wasn't the worst one. Because it was so stupid. Because it was so stupid. I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But the Kardashians was so fucking bad. Like Alexis Michelle saved that. Like not just the choice, but like the, the queens actually look like they were just like here's a script you have 30 minutes to remember to memorize everything yeah yeah that no, was yeah um, alexis alexis did not Michelle play to the girls strengths by giving them a rusical that season and honestly i like no. the rusical challenge but i think it needs to be Updated it should only topics. be put in every season if the girls are actually capable of doing it and singing i think well, I love not necessarily that, because you can auto-tune the shit out of that, and most of the girls don't even sing. I know, like, but... The like, Rusical Challenge, they don't even sing. It's somebody else. But Shade the Rusical, where they sing that live. That was a good one. Oh, uh, that was good. I just got off the bus. Courtney asks... I don't drink We all know she can sing. <laughs> Courtney asks is awesome. Adore Delano, we know, can sing. The thing is, season oh, that six, that that was a door, that was a door. Courtney, Bianca, yeah, was that Darian? Dela, 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 season two. Yeah, Dela yeah, was there. Season six was Jam. She, she who was legend. Was talent. She who was legend. She who is legend. <laughs> yes, the legend. But that season six was Jam Pack of Talent, and I don't think we've had another season like that. No. Till maybe now, because um, I will say I am a jam, a jam fan, and I'm a Rose fan, and they are fabulous singers. There were other girls that were fabulous in season thirteen and season twelve, and all that, but it's only like one or two 
that can sing and act and dance. This one is like everybody is on equal playing field to a degree. There's well, yeah, because none talent. of them can actually sing this season, so. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They can't sing, so they're oh. on equal playing field. This episode should be called Shade the Rusical Shit. Uh, we're going I think that's what in. we call it that. Shade the, we're going. Shade the Rusical 2.0. Shade Moulin Rouge the, the Rusical. Um, fuck. I'm trying to come up with a clever name for this one. But um, okay, so before we go to break, let's discuss the like drama that takes place over the choosing of the roles. So yes. we actually so, predicted um... last week that they were just going to have to like no one was gonna have a chance at like deciding the roles they were just gonna have to like fight for them so and that's what yeah, happened I, w- <laughs> I will say it was mainly fight free like the girls all kind of tried to find what played into their talent <laughs> except when it came to the main character which was Absolutely. called and it was between Bosco and Lady C Lady Camden that was um that was a very casual fight. <laughs> it was too. And like, you see Bosco like putting their foot down and like, I know she's like, I want this. I'm not backing down. And Angeria was, Angeria was like the peacemaker. He's like, he's like, Camden, you can do this. Like, just go for it. I see this fits you more into it after they had taken a vote. Cause they yeah. did, I believe I remember they voted on who they think would be the best all team and because neither one was backing down oh no absolutely not and like this and there's been like a few stalemates this season for like no this is what i want but like inevitably someone has always backed down this is the first time that like two people were like really really digging their heels in uh, I think they should have done what the UK girls usually do, which is, you want the role that bad? Audition for us then. I think that would have been fabulous. I love it. I love that. You know what? You want it that bad? Prove it. Show us. Yep. I see and nothing wrong with that. Like no, I, and I actually think it's 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 a fair way. Oh, absolutely. I I would have gone even further. I would have been like, do a little bit from each of them. before we vote i want to see you do both of them because you know what i might actually decide that you're going to be better for this other role because here's the thing at the end of the day you know you're going to be judged individually and you want the whole production to be the best you can so why would you want someone in a role that they're not going to succeed at yeah and i honestly think at the end of after the vote um it was pretty much split was until Willow. Willow cast the deciding vote. Yeah. Daya Betty throwing shade. I fucking love Daya. The, uh, I was, oh my God, Daya Betty makes me so happy. She, she oh, is like, low, she is the low key shade of the season. She is the no offense of Drag Race. <laughs> no offense, but take offense. No offense, Betty. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but I love it because like Willow was kind of trying to sneak in the vote, so Dio would be easy. I- I'm just going to say I vote for this person. So, And I guess we're tied to Willow up to you. It, it was kind of smart on Daya's part, though. No, you do not want to be the last, the deciding vote, right? So it's... No, you never want to be the last vote. I mean, vote. like, I don't... I mean, like, yes, they, like with the scoring and everything they were like it's villainous but like is it villainous or was she just being fucking smart 
like I feel bad for Willow because like I love Willow and I don't want Willow to go home or have the girls hate her but like that was a clever fucking move on Daya's part credit where credit is due <laughs> right absolutely and then Willow through the deciding vote for Lady or uh, Bosco to be uh, Saltine which means Camden will be Lady Z and then Mama Z Mama Z Z, sorry Uh, Willow was the is going to be the green fairy the absence fairy yeah and then we have the charisma uniqueness nerve and talent girls which would be Daya Deja Georges and shit Angeria Angeria Um, okay I think Georges was talent yes because she showed that one right away and no one argued and I think that was a good choice for her um shit I can't was it okay so George I think Daya was charisma no Angeria was charisma George was talent I think Deja was uniqueness no I thought that was Betty doesn't really matter it did, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Essentially, they were like the the Christina. The backups. The, well, no, like they were like the Christina Aguilera, um, Little Kim, Maya. Like they were like the yeah. Lady Marmalade girl, like Lady Marmalade girls. Like that's what they were. Yeah, the to updated be, version of it. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, so it was Pink, Christina, Little Maya, Kim, and Little Kim. Yeah, and Maya. Yeah. Which I love. I love that nod. Um, I did. I do have some tea. The ensembles were provided. Oh, were yeah, I kind of figured that. Yes, that's that's why they all were so cohesive. Yeah, it all matched. I believe, yeah, the ensembles and the hats were provided. And I gotta say, I love Lady Camden's ringmaster kind of look. Oh, it was giving me Britney Spears circus tour vibes, straight up. Oh, fuck, so good. It was so right. The, so right because Mama, Mama Z is a bearded a bearded uh, woman yeah the beard was so good oh the gender fuck realness was oh fuck it was everything it I was like the perfect perfect like character to be like running this in like almost like insane asylum of a whorehouse you know uh- what it reminded <laughs> me of you know what it kind of reminded me of the um the freak shows the side shows Yes. Yes. Like the old, like they're so bad. Like they were so bad. But like the old, oh, like old timey freak shows that traveled around the countries, like traveled around yes. North America. She reminds you of like a Barker. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. She was kind of like Lady Z was like the, or Mama Z was like the person who's like getting you to come in, wheeling you in to come yeah, look at the oddities. Um, well, before we get into the actual musical, let's take a break and then we'll okay. come back and talk about it. Wow. It's, uh, are you timing the episode as well? Because damn, you're good. You're a good, girl. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to keep us be- before we, before we we get too tired talking and this just goes into further chaos. Oh, yeah. We're already like 45 minutes deep before our break. Whoopsie. <laughs> All right, we'll be back, guys. Hey. 
Hey guys, Matt here. I'm here to talk to you about my personal favorite weed delivery service, Suburbs Canada. They have amazing products. They have everything you could possibly need for your marijuana needs. Edibles, concentrates, flowers, even CBD products. I personally love the flower. I order it out all the time. I just got a new order today. Um, so if you actually use our link in the description for the podcast today, you can go on and save yourself some money. And if you use the code BSUPERB, you'll get a free eighth just with your first order. They also give you a free joint every single time you order. How can you go wrong? So the website is suburbscanada.store. That's S-U-P-H-E-R-B-S Canada.store. And go get yourself some fine marijuana products. Only available in Canada. Must be legal age to purchase. Okay, and we are back. So everyone has their roles. Shall we get yeah. into the rusical? This was I'm fucking excited. Yeah. I've been trying to contain director. my excitement because I didn't want everyone just to like automatically know that we have um we love this rusical. <laughs> we do, we love this rusical. And I love the special director. Do you? Oh my god, yeah, we forgot to talk about that. Yeah, we have Leslie Jordan. Leslie Jordan was the special director helping them with their scenes and also has a small part in the production, which is super exciting. I love the little tidbit that he was a drag queen in Atlanta named Baby White. That fucking slayed me. And it's legit. It's legit. Did, did like okay when he was like oh I feel bad for or like when he made that like I thought he was gonna make a shady comment about RuPaul and he was like because she has this tough decision to make I was like I thought he was gonna say because she can't sing or dance either uh, oh you should have I wish he had said that missed opportunity 100% missed opportunity um, or maybe RuPaul's like an MLM and you can't speak poorly of her on her show or you just get removed well, well, we all know Ru- RuPaul wears sweatpants. He's just probably like one horse kick away from. Because <laughs> Le- Leslie Jordan is is uh, five foot two. Yeah, he's not. He's not a tall man. He's he's a, he's, he's, he's a pocket he's a sh- gay. He's short for a man. He's, he's a pocket, pocket gay. gay. He's a pocket gay. So I'm sure. And RuPaul is tall. He's without heels. He's like six feet. Yeah, RuPaul's fucking huge. So I'm thinking just one donkey kick away and poor Leslie Jordan's going to fly halfway across the soundstage. Well, I imagine the guest judge is just like on a wheelchair, like, but no one else is so that like RuPaul can just like reach out with her leg and just like wheel them right off the fucking uh, panel. Just like gone. Bye. Yeah. It's like, <sighs> it's like, security, wheel him away. And then, okay, so because we're running long, let's just like skip over the whole like them practicing thing because like we don't have it time. Was, suffice to say, it was okay for a practice that they it went well. It, didn't, it went okay. Yeah, the musical itself was good. Like Lady Camden slayed the house down as Mama Z. I think it was the best one that they didn't like sing in or sing live in, because like you know sometimes yeah. they like record the like vocals prior, like prior and then lip sync them, but it's them singing. 
they just like touch it up like but for me this is my favorite one where like no one sang any of the roles yeah they did good i loved um deja's role with the the, the dog oh yeah dogs on leashes. oh my god deja was fucking she got she into good. it really good yeah she had some fun um honestly my favorite part i think was willows yes just because like cute cute um it was she did it so like because it was just like essentially the same dance over and over and over again but like she sold it so well and it felt like such a like crucial part in like holding up the energy of the show and I think this was like the one time like Bosco did a, did like the right energy level because before it was felt like she was a little too small like she could go bigger but here Bosco was like you talking to me? yeah sorry I wasn't listening yeah yeah he did a good energy that was a good energy level from Bosco I almost wish they had like given her like a chair on the other side and she could have like stumbled across the stage each time to like you know what I mean like yeah. give her more um to work with because yeah they pitched Saltine as the main character but I did not yeah. see Saltine as the main character in this uh, it w- so just um we did mention Leslie Jordan had a small part yeah. so basically Saltine meets a guy who says he loves her and then Mama Z kind of pimps her out to this rich duke of Dickington, which is <laughs> lovely Jordan's role. Duke of Dickington. Duke of <laughs> I got really stoned before this episode. I'm sorry, everyone. That's probably why this whole thing has gone so long and I just can't stop. So, <laughs> no, it's just, it's a good, this was actually a good episode for this season. Oh, this is 10 out of 10. This has been the best episode of the season. Yeah, so, so, in the end, um, despite like this not being her choice, Lady Camden won. Oh, out, hands down. Oh, we, do we talk about runways? Do we want to do that? Should we talk? Do we really want to talk about the disaster of the runways? I don't. I don't think it was necessarily a disaster. Um, okay, we'll talk about the runways. We'll talk about the runways. Lady Camden it. came out looking. First of all, she was decked out in mirrors, so the category was mirror mirror. So, uh, I, I was very actually excited when I heard the category. I love when like girls use like um especially like pieces of mirrors on the garment because it just creates yeah, she, so much dimension. Yeah, she had like a little um sash collar, raised collar, headpiece, Jack with Frost mirrors hooker. and reflective. Yeah. <laughs> and like, the body was bright. Oh yeah, she like so full Jack Frost hooker. Her makeup was fucking gorgeous. Like we don't have to go into like yeah. super detail about these. We can just no, talk but about the them. makeup was good. The outfit was structured and lovely. Yes, and of course Bosco, after Lady Camden comes out in her signature lingerie, just in reflective oh. material. At this point, this is the Bosco uniform, the corset belt, and panty, uh. panty and bra. With the bras had a spike. On also, them. like. Am I the only one that like that can't comprehend how her limbs go on forever? 
they do I'm looking at her walk the runway and like it's like they're just legs up to the I feel like Like, her body is like an inch like that's it like and then yeah so Willow I I like this 4th of July nod I love it I liked it because it was I I feel like it does fit the prompt it was very it was reflective but in a mirror tone like and it's very Willow very 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 quirky fireworks off the shoulder very cute yeah, it was cute. I love the hair too. Okay, so Angeria. I feel like this is one looks that you're like not a mermaid like. goddess. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought she you actually beautiful. were not gonna like this one. I this I, this I, fucking shimmer shit. I want. Sorry. No, it's gorgeous. She looks like a mermaid goddess. It doesn't fit the brief though for mirror mirror. Mm-hmm. She looks like an alien goddess from Pluto. She looks re- like it's pageantry. Oh, regal as fuck. Very like much drag that. excellence. For and sure. Diabetti giving me kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. Yes. I loved this one. And I also would consider this mirror because if you look at all that light reflecting off that outfit. It's, I would say this is mirror too. It fits the brief with like the reflective and lights and stuff. So I like it. And it's her. It's very on and brand I'm a for kiss her. Fan. And I'm a kiss fan. So. I'm Very always good. happy when Daya stays on brand. And then we have Deja Sky. Deja Sky. Knock off Frozen. And okay, so this this is not Mirror Mirror. She's holding a mirror, but this is not Mirror Mirror. I love it's this reflective pretty, color. It's beautiful. It's a pretty reflective, but you don't see a lot of light shining off of it. It's mm-hmm. more shiny than reflective. It's beautiful, but again, not the prompt. This is the same you know problem it, with Angeria. You know what it reminds me of? The um, the sashes that they give you that glow. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Then we have... Uh, Georges. RuPaul's favorite. Georges. So, um, okay, so yeah, this, I would say this is mirror. It's, the light is reflecting off it, like, f- shining off it like crazy. Um, yeah, can, she needs to wear like this. It's like little hair. mirror pieces. It the hair looks fabulous on her. This is my favorite hat I've ever seen her wear. It's like a bandage dress. Oh it my looks God. really nice. She, she looks, knows how to dress for her body. She is fire on this runway right now. This is everything. I will say this, Georges knows how to dress for her body. Oh, absolutely. No arguments here. That was a fantastic runway. I feel like you didn't. It, hate it wasn't as, as bad as I remember. I, yeah, it's not as bad as I remember it. I was like, because before we started, just so everyone knows, Trish didn't even want to talk about the runway. She, we were actually I, planning on bickering about the runway. <laughs> <laughs> we did for like a, a second, and then we were like, okay, <laughs> no, it's not as bad as I remember. The thing I think that I that that kind of stuck with me was the fact that it didn't fit the like Nigeria's who is one of my favorites and could definitely win. Yeah, you are an Angeria stan. Her thing didn't fit the brief. Deja's didn't fit the brief and it was pretty. I think this is the prettiest she looked. Oh, I yeah, I think it's honestly one of... That and the shoulder pads is honestly some of the most like beautiful she's looked on that runway. Yeah. Uh, I, I forgot about the kiss look. So oh. I, I do love that. So would you? Who would you, you? Who would your runway win for the week be? For the week, top and bottom for based, the runway, yeah. Based on look, top would be Angeria. 
Okay. On meeting the brief Lady Camden. And you're you're just bought. Who did the worst for you? The there wasn't really a bad one this week. I think they were all pretty decent, but not meeting the brief, I would have to say kind of deja. Who are your tops and bottoms? Or top um, and bottom? Okay, um, just because I definitely have one hundred percent agree. I feel like um, just for not meeting the prompt so aggressively. Um, she looked gorgeous, but Deja, um, and it's purely just because it was, it, for me, it felt it the shortest the of meeting the prompt. Uh, Angeria's yeah. also didn't meet the prompt, but I feel like because the, ref, like the, the material, like the it was, reflective material it was like little pieces of mirror almost, it, I, yeah. I'll give it a slight edge. Um, yeah. My top... Um, ooh, I'll go with your. I like the way you did it. Um, so for following the prompt, um, I think I'm actually gonna have to give it to Daya because that bitch was shiny as fuck. Um, <laughs> she was. Mirror, mirror, she though. she fucking stole all the mirror fabric. Um, I don't know where she's from, but they have no mirror fabric left because she fucking took it all. <laughs> Um, it was like, she's from uh, see, her drag mother is Crystal, so I'm thinking Missouri. Mm. So yeah, probably Missouri. So there's no mirror fabric left in Missouri. If you there's a it, shortage of, of mirror fabric. Absolutely, 100. Um, so for yeah, for prompt, she was my winner just because like when she walked out, just like all the lights that were on her, you could just like just reflect, reflect, reflect. It was gorgeous. Um, and then my favorite for overall, just for look. Um, dare I say Bosco? Um, it was really reflective, which I liked, and she honestly looked like a fucking alien. Her limbs are insane, and she should take advantage of that and become a contortionist because I think her drag shows would just be next level if she could, like, turn herself inside out. <laughs> okay, okay. I that <laughs> like in that outfit and everything um i like just like the way she moved just, i don't know it was i'm, it I'm kind of a i'm kind of a bosco stan right now i'm loving the bosco uniform um i feel like she needs to learn how to do like that pangina like arm dance because it would be insane oh the walk yeah i would love to see Bosco and Pangina doing that dance together. I think that would be just fabo. That would be cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's lip sync? talk about the the winner, which was Lady Cameron. Yes. Which absolutely well, fucking lutely. Give her her win. <laughs> very much deserved. Now, on the bottom, who, remind me who we had? We had Bosco and Georges. Um, so I think it was obvious that Bosco was going to be in the bottom. And then I think RuPaul was just like, mm, I want to watch Georges dance again. So let's just put her down there. Punch the ghost. Punch the ghost. Punch the ghost. Oh my God. Ghost punching is like the new thing. I love how you brought that up. Um, wait, have you been listening to Race Chaser too? Because that's what they brought up on Race Chaser. The punching of the ghost. No. They've been talking about it aggressively. 
fucking slays me. Uh, I love the George's ghost punch. Um, <laughs> give her some salt. <laughs> <laughs> so it was George's and Bosco and Georges, of course, won. Oh, absolutely. It was because they didn't. Oh, yeah, they did another Hex Hector remix. It was Heartbreak Hotel. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that was the song, um, which we, we love a Hex Hector remix that was very big in the 90s, early 2000s. Um, all of, yeah, all of the remixes. He did like, um, what's her, the Canadian bitch. Oh my God, I can't remember. Can, I don't remember her name right now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not important. Um, <laughs> clearly. Okay. Um, okay. If you give me a hint, maybe I can figure it out. Uh, just like, no, my brain is like absolutely fried right now. So I just don't think it's going to happen. And we're already. Just a Canadian running, artist. Yeah, we're already running very long. Uh, <laughs> so Georgia's won because, well, like Rue just wanted to watch her dance. So she wasn't going to send her ass home. And um, we also know that Rue knows where the chocolate bar is because, well, production knows where the chocolate bar is. And Rue's production. So, um, as our prediction last week, oh, it's gold. It's gold. And I love how Box was like to be given a second chance that didn't come from Rue. Seriously, <laughs> really, Queen. Uh, Wait, really, Queen? No, it came from Rue, honey. Six. Yeah, you do know that the, the the sleeves where you signed can be taken out and put back in and yeah. all that shit. So it's like, uh, yeah, you got the you got it because Rue wanted you to stay. Yeah, and Rue wanted this to be the week that it was played out. Um, one hundred percent. I just love the like, oh, it's, oh, it's cold. <laughs> I will say this though. At least girls will go home now. Oh my God. Maybe the season will only end in 2024 and only one new country will have been discovered. Right? We were thinking franchise. 2050, three more, three more continents would be discovered, 50 more franchises. Oh my God. Yeah. Like there'd be three new regular seasons started already. Um, okay. So I will At say this, this point, the world can't produce enough drag queens to be on television. I will say this um, for our fans out there. Drag Race España started on Monday. We will not be talking about Drag Race España. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so uh, Trish, <laughs> do you want to just give us a quick Drag Race España minute as to why we will not be talking about Drag Race España? Because it's clear that you watched the first episode. <laughs> I watched the first episode. <laughs> I, I will say this. Um, this is going to be a very drama-filled season. Like, literally within, like, the first 15 minutes of the show when the queens walk in, already people are like, ugh, I can't stand that bitch. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Um, apparent, apparently in, like, Spain itself, like the drag community like you know how here in the u.s and canada the drags are very tight-knit like if you're from florida florida like this miami community is is close 
the Wilton Manors community is close and like very rarely do they kind of meet. There's a couple of queens that do both, but it's like you're either in one or the other. Mm-hmm. Apparently in España, it's more open. Oh, and okay. like literally, literally one queen walks in and the other, they, you know, she's like saying hi to everybody. The other, the, they go to the confessionals when she goes, she's here. Why? Why oh is God. she here? I can't stand her. So they're just a bunch of hateful women this season. So it's, they have a trans woman this okay. season. Good. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce her name because even the queens themselves could not say it correctly. Oh my god. You know your drag name is impossible when you're fucking, no one can say it, bitch. Change your name, girl. Yeah, they they were trying to like, um, it's just something sounds like Chichiri. Oh my god. And then see, they, they were saying like Chichiri, Chichiri. He's like, no, it's pronounced this way. And like, okay, yeah, whatever. Oi. Yeah, but it's, it's a good, it should be an interesting season. We are just, we don't have enough time in the day to talk about all the Drag Race franchises because France is coming, Philippines is coming too, uh, Italia is having another come up, Mexico is coming, Holland is coming. We are going to burn out. Um, yeah, and I think, um, I think if we get a break from regular Drag Race, we should talk about... Uh, season two of Thailand, like do like a yes. like one like do like a special series where we just talk about like one episode a week and talk about season yes. series two of Thailand. I think we should do that. Um, and China. Yes, um, we also have series three of Thailand will be coming because that has been greenlit to be filmed. So I think that may be one we'll we talk will about. absolutely Maybe be talking Holland. about that as it happens. Mark Maybe Holland words. too. If Holland, I do good. like Holland. I do like Holland. Uh, I enjoyed the first one. I have to catch up on the second one still, but um, maybe that's something that me and Byron can do on Sunday. Catch up on Sunday. Yeah, that's what I, I know. What I'm going to be doing this weekend. The kind of it's, it's related to drag, but it's also the antithesis of drag. What? I'm going to be watching wrestling. Oh, cool! That's fun. Yeah, it's WrestleMania for those who like wrestling. It's WrestleMania this weekend. So I'll be watching. They've divided it into like basically Saturday and Sunday. Oh, okay. So I'll be watching that. That's really cool. Um, I hope you have fun watching that. I once went to see like, because uh, WWE does like the smaller events. Yeah. Um, Like they're not like televised or anything, but they're like live events that you can go see. I got to go see one of those and that was actually like super fun. Well, there's the the, the Hart family is from Calgary. Yeah, a lot of wrestlers are from Canada. Actually, it's big. Yeah. It's a really big deal up here. Like, um, actually, like uh, downtown Calgary, there's wrestling. I think like every Thursday or Friday, like cool. live local wrestling. Yeah. And I think now that we've delved into wrestling, I think this is a good time. For yes. To, uh, uh, the end. <laughs> Yeah, um, if you've stuck with us this long, we appreciate you. you. Thank you. Um, Please like the podcast, follow the podcast on your streaming platform. Please give us a review. Um, Share it with your friends. 
follow us on social media and we'll be having a lot more content coming soon yes um yeah we're gonna post that picture of the feeling my overnight old and um we'll post some of the mustang madame ivy drip pictures because those are super hot um yes they are that mustang was oh, everything honey everything that mustangs are actually my dream car um and then also email us at intercontinentalkiki at gmail.com um you can follow me at madame ivy trip on instagram where can they find you trish i am at passions for drag which you i started as like to showcase my local queens when i go to their shows which now that we're back pretty much to normal i should hopefully be going to more and i will be posting a lot more pictures work so you can get all your good local south florida content there um maybe if madame ivy goes out you'll also see some pictures of her out and about on there i'm trying to i'm trying to drag madame i'm about to send madame ivy about 100 us dollars like here get yourself in a box market fragile ship yourself down here (laughs) well like i i mean flights just went up which is bullshit because i was like I was looking at flights and now they've like skyrocketed to like $800 return to Florida. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. Well, I still have to go to Canada, so we'll see if I go anytime soon. I have to, we both have to renew our passports. Yeah, we got to do a country swap summer camp. Um. (laughs) Right. We got to do foreign exchange student. You come here for two weeks, I go over there for two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But Trisha was absolutely fucking fabulous doing this with you i love doing this with you every week i hope our listeners enjoyed this this week oh um i i will say this happy anniversary oh yeah apparently it's our birthday on facebook we turned 42 today (laughs) who knew uh i was not aware that we were that old um the first episode was released around around the first week of april so it's um, over the rainbow's first uh, anniversary and then it's going to be on the 15th our first episode together yes that's our first anniversary of intercontinental kiki that was the first intercontinental kiki episode that came out which is kind of surreal to think about it's been a year already right holy shit time flies right, when we're well, having fun yes and time flies when you got it when life comes knocking at your door so we should say goodbye we rambled on long enough <laughs> yeah uh, I'm gonna go chill in my hammock upstairs <laughs> and I gotta go cook and work I gotta join the real life alright well uh, today's my day off so I'm gonna do some tidying and then relax but i hope that your work is uh not horrible to you i hope the australians are nice today yeah we never are (laughs) i love them i love them i think we have listeners in new zealand so to our listeners in new zealand if you get trish on the phone because you have to cancel your cruise be nice Uh (laughs) (laughs) yes please be nice to us all right well bye trish Bye, catch you guys next week.